Hey y'all, hey. This is Milan Milan. This is brief. I'm going to try to keep it brief. <laughs> this is just so... You are not deceived. The governments of the world are not for you, especially if you um, have a mind of your own, especially if you follow the Most High God. They are against you. If you're listening to this video and the rapture has happened, there is still hope for you. You can still be saved. If you fully trust in the Lord and what Yeshua did on the cross, you repent for all of your sins and ask for forgiveness. He will forgive you and you will be saved. One of my favorite salvation verses was is Romans. Um, it's chapter 10 and it starts at nine which says that if thou confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thy heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. It further goes on to say, for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture saith, whoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. For there is no distinction between Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord over all is rich to all who call upon him. For whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. If the rapture hasn't happened, amen. So there's still time for you to be not having to go through tribulation. And I would never suggest to try to come to Jesus because you don't want to go through the tribulation. Nobody wants to go through the tribulation. But the reasons should be because you realize how sinful you are. I had to realize how sinful my flesh was, or I could say is, I'm still here. And there is only one way to resolve that, which is choosing Christ as my savior. And it's not me just believing that he's the savior because let's face it, demons believe he's the savior. They know he's the savior. Satan knows he's the savior, right? So it's not just you believing it. It's you literally accepting the free gift that he did 
is you literally putting all of your trust and faith in him in the finished work that he did on the cross. That's how you're saved. Repenting, you have to repent. You repent, basically, repent means to turn away from your sin. Don't say you believe him. Don't say you love him, but you still wake up and go and do the things that he hates. Repent. And I understand some sins are harder to shake than others. That's when you allow him to come in and take control. You say, your will be done, Lord, not my own. Your way be done, Lord, in my life, not my own. This is hard, whatever that sin is. You tell him, you confess, you go to your father with your brokenness. And you tell him the struggles. And he will lead you. He will guide you. He is your best friend. He is long-suffering. He is patient. He is kind. He is merciful. The devil will have you thinking all kinds of crazy thoughts like, you know, your sin is too big or, you know, you can never be forgiven for that. Yes, you can. I'm here to tell you, yes, you can. There is no sin that is bigger than what he did on the cross. He literally covered all of our sins, all of our past sins, all of our present sins, and all of our future sins. But the way that we know we are his is by reading his word, literally allowing his will to be done and not our own, confessing our sins, repenting of our sins, and falling on the throne of God with full of repentance and just letting him do his work in you. The work that he does in you is going to look different from the work that he does in your brother or your sister. This is a relationship that you're building with Christ. This is not a religion. A religion will have you following sets of rules to do and still living how you want to live as long as you follow those rules. A relationship is you getting to know who our Savior is because he already knows who you are. A relationship is you reading his word and falling in love with his word and realizing that he is a God of love. He is a God of patience and kindness and you were made in his image that's one of the reasons the devil fights so hard against us followers in Christ we were made in his image we have purpose you were not born just to be born our father never does anything just to be doing something we all know he's great and he can do whatever he likes because he is the creator. But he doesn't do things just to show off that he didn't do things. We know he can do things. Everything has a purpose. You have a purpose. 
So do not believe otherwise. Do not put your trust in this government. Put your trust in Yah, Yahweh. Put your trust in him and him alone. He gave us the Bible to read daily. Trust in him daily. Hebrews 11 talks about all different kinds of stories of faith. It is impossible to please him without it. If you see the prophetic events that are occurring right now, as I do this recording, you got five red unblemished heifers that arrived so that they can sacrifice them in this third temple that the Bible says that they would do. It's happening. The fact that Israel is ready to divide up their nation. It sounds like the Joel 3, 2 prophecy. It speaks of the nations will be judged. Joel 3, 2 says, I will gather also, I will also gather all nations and will bring them down into the valley of Jehoshaphat. And will plead with them there for my people and for my heritage Israel, whom they have scattered among the nations and parted my land. The Jews do not believe that Jesus is the Messiah. They're literally having talks with whom they believe is the Messiah. Look it up for yourself. These are prophetic events occurring. Our Savior is returning soon. I will never claim to know the day. But I can see as my Father has said, when you look around at the events that are happening, His return is soon. It's very, very soon. We're actually coming up on the Feast of Trumpets. Amen. It would be from the 25th through the 27th, which is next week. The Feast of Trumpets is the only festival that I know blows trumpets. They blow 100 times. I'm excited for the Feast of Trumpets. <sighs> My heart feels a little heavy and at the same. I'm excited. I have mixed emotions right now. I feel like it's just so much more to do. But 
but it's not our timing, it's his timing. So whenever the father says it is time, Christ will meet us in the clouds. First Thessalonians 4, 15 starts out. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. That was 1 Thessalonians 4, verses 15 through 18. I will put it in the description. I'm not telling you that this Feast of Trumpets is when we're being raptured. What I'm telling you is the Feast of Trumpets is next week, the 25th through the 27th. I'm also telling you that if you look around, all of the prophetic events, our Father is sending Christ to come for his believers, his children, his bride. Soon. That's what I'm telling you. I'm telling you to search the scriptures yourself. I'm telling you to go to him and you ask him for yourself. I'm telling you to go to him and ask him to confirm it for you. I'm telling you to cry out to our father, ask for repentance of all sins. If you are not saved, now is the time for salvation. Tomorrow isn't promised. The next moment isn't promised. Tonight is not promised to any of us, whether that's rapture or whether it is time for you to depart. We do not have a time that is promised to us on how long we will be here on this earth. Besides these events that I have named, have you looked just around, right? On social media, that's what I watch mostly. I don't watch the normal news because the normal news be normal lying all the time. So I, I pray and honestly, it's a lot of social media because that's us, right? I ain't got no reason to lie about what's going on in my city. And then you put it on video and video, you just like, I know they got what they call it, CGI, whatever. But this stuff is real. People are being flooded. There was just earthquakes over there. Talking about 7.1. Oh, listen. 
these events are happening, there's no guarantee that we will even be here for the rapture. What have you gone before the rapture? What about when the rapture does happen? All of those left behind souls. Please do not listen to this government. They mean you no good. But our father, our creator, the one whose image you were made in, oh, he loves you. He loves you so much, brother, so much, sister, that he was sent his only begotten son to die on the cross in your place. He died for your sins. So you and I don't have to go to hell. He died so that we don't have to go to hell. He died for our sins because sin, every sin needs atonement. The penalty for sin is death. Jesus took that all on the cross. And all you have to do is not know that he did it. Because the demons know he did it. Satan knows he did it. It's take the gift that he's offering to you. That the demons don't get. That Satan doesn't get. But you do. But he's not going to force it on you. You have to accept it. You have to proclaim that he is your Lord and Savior. You have to believe in your heart. You must repent. If you die. Without repenting, you go to hell. And who wants to go there? I'm going to give you this one other salvation verse. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So what that means is once you become a believer in Christ and you put all your trust and faith in what he did on the cross, you're going to have everlasting life with him in heaven. Amen? Mm. You have salvation. That's what it means. Think of like this. When people say, oh, because I don't choose Jesus, I go to hell? Mm, Yeah. I don't know how else to say it. Jesus is love. He's mercy. He's patient. He is long-suffering. He cares about you from the smallest of details. He knows the numbers of hairs on your head. He's a merciful God. He is all-powerful. He forgives. So, he's light. Do you know in heaven, there will be no need for a son Because he is the light. Oh my God. 
Oh my God. He is so awesome. So if you think about everything I just went over, and it's plenty more, but if you just think about the things I went over, what would be the opposite of that? If he's light, then that means there is a dark, right? If he's forgiving, that means there is someone who's unforgiving. If he is patient, that means there's someone that's not patient. If he is loving, that means there is someone who hates. And he, our father is all of this. And all of this you will find in heaven. He's peace. That means there's someone who doesn't have peace. Amen. So if he's all of this and he is, there is an opposite to all that he is. And that opposite is in hell. So if you don't want to love him here, if you don't want to trust him here, if you don't want to be um, forgiven for your sins before it's too late, He's not going to force you to live with him for eternity. That would be hateful. And he's not hateful. He's not going to force any of us to live in heaven with him. Where there is peace, where there is light, where there is love, where there is forgiveness, where there is patience. He's not going to force you to do it. He gave us free will so we can freely choose him or we can freely not choose him. It is your choice. So you willingly love him and he will open those gates and you will enter and you will hear those words. Well done, my good and faithful servant. Or you choose the opposite. Where there's torment and darkness, no love, hate. Weeping and gnashing of teeth. The choice is yours. The choice has always been yours. He created you with free will. So, what are you going to decide? Light or dark, the good or the evil one, heaven or hell. (sighs) 
Joshua 24, 15 says, And if it seemed evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom ye will serve. Whether the gods which your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood or the God of the Amorites in whose land ye dwell. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Don't believe the message that they will give you. If for some reason this did not reach you before the rapture and you didn't give your life to Christ and you find yourself in the tribulation, do not believe the lies. You can still be saved. Do not take the mark of the beast. And you will be saved if you put your trust in the most high God and follow him and repent. I cannot say it enough. You must repent. I had to repent. You must repent. I love you all. I say this with love. It was not an easy message, but it was on my heart. And I must be obedient to my father. Shalom. Mm -hmm.